This podcast is part of the Craftology Radio Network. Visit craftologyradio.com to learn more. So welcome everybody to another episode of the Rumashes Clubcast. Here is what you have to look forward to in tonight's episode. <laughs> I'm talking over you is what I'm talking about. Can we practice always... talking over each other real quick and just blah, blah, blah. No, don't do that. Yeah. It's not Brian's fun. duty head. <laughs> ah, come on. Horse's ass. Horse's ass, I say. Yeah, that's awful. Like moving chairs in the background to get milk or something. Um Sweet tea. Okay. <laughs> Not milk, damn it. You crazy mother. Uh, a tres, a dos, a uno. <laughs> Welcome, Craft Beer. My name is Donnie. This is the official podcast of Brewmasters Club, Craft Brews, and Gig News, where we talk about national stories, local flavors, and our favorite geeky nuggets of pop culture. Who can talk about these stories? Besides myself, hi, Donnie here. Um, but my good friends, Mr. Lossman, how are you? Uh, hey, doing fantastico. <laughs> That's good And you're joined patrons, by... Man. Brood Boyo 8130. I'm doing okay, oh. Okay. <laughs> That's good because we were worried. <laughs> ah, boys, how are you? What a weird and crazy couple of weeks it's been. I've yeah. got a pretty good pale suntan going on. So uh, I'm the exact opposite. I have never been busier at work. Out in the sun? Yeah. I've been out in the sun. I installed fans i was changing parking lot lights i was doing everything turns out you've got red hair you should be careful yeah buildings uh, like that are not filled with people are easier to take care of and work on <laughs> so who to thunk it wow all right anyways yep <laughs> as, as we always start um with our favorite segment what are you drinking what are you going to drink who wants to kick us off because i have a good one i got a good one all right you go first miller light what Ugh. you've got to be kidding me no i'm not kidding you <laughs> You're a I great had, asshole. I Ryan. had decisions to make, and I was like, you know what? I'll buy the craft beer on Friday going into the weekend because I'll be childless this weekend. So I figured I'll take it nice, light, and easy. I went with bourbon and cra- and uh, Miller Lite. So sorry, guys. Don't mean to disappoint. Judas. <laughs> Judas. Hmm. Well, uh, it Nothing sounds else like Donnie. Report. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like Donnie has a tasty lick, so I'll go next. Um, All right. <laughs> I have another one Wait, because it's not going to be as good as you. Well, yeah, might you, be. I don't you're, know. You're, no, go for it. So I've got another one from the Katad collection, which ah, is becoming an, an ongoing uh, segment on this show. The Katad collection. Question: One day, can you give us a tour of your Katad room? I'd love to. I'd Absolutely. Love to see. Um, so okay. yeah, Katad's a hell of an individual. Love the guy to death. Um, so he has got one. He picked this up to make chili. This is where he usually gets his beers for me. Is he makes chili out of craft beer? The chili store <laughs> at the damn chili store. That's right. Um, no. But he makes chili out of these beers, and he buys, like, a sixer. He'll drink one, and then he'll make chili with the rest. <laughs> like, wow, pretty great. Yeah. So this one is the Anderson Valley Brewing Company. I'm going to read this correctly, hopefully. The Funkin' Nuts IPA. 
So, um, cool can. I don't know a whole lot about it other than the fact that it is a 7.5 ABV. Um, and it's a bright golden yellow with color, aromas of tropical fruit, passion fruit, and hint of citrus. That kind of sounds like every IPA I've ever had. <laughs> but That's true. Um, in terms of like taste and how much I enjoy it, I actually uh, I do. Um, so on the typical Louse Man scale, gonna give this. Uh, it's good. I got a question. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. Uh, now this... I noticed the inflection. <laughs> oh yeah. Does does um. Does seven point five beers to you anymore just seem like ah, like the ABV? Like I feel like I'm more impressed when it's like an eight and a half percent now. I just feel like seven and a half is kind of the new norm. Does anybody well, else get that way? I, I see where you're going with that, but you have to understand. Like I'm not the type of guy, uh, at least I'm not there yet on my beer journey. That I look at like a thirteen point five percent abv like milk coffee stout and go oh that sounds really good i look at that and i'm like i think i would have an upset tummy like i don't think i can hang with that like that might be too much for me but, well i think it's it's to the eye of the beer holder right yeah. i mean it's it's all it's all the you know the fun and guns here but we're we're talking about nuts to futs or whatever your beer was called i mean i think it's, it's funking it's nuts, all how, how it comes fine. out like because ryan you got a point but again i'm not going to go to the bar and drink you know, 13, 13% beers all night because I just know I can't. But I feel like I do that. <laughs> Maybe not 13. <laughs> do you remember how you get home from these bars? <laughs> Lately, no, yes. No, that's the beauty. But uh, again, on the Mr. Lost Man scale, it's good, which yeah. everyone write that, that sounds down. sounds good. Yeah, everyone write yeah. that down at home because you'll need that mm-hmm. for the scoring later. Yeah, I agree. Oh, yeah. I agree. Well, so so in the it's not it's not incredible, but I was just literally we had to make a um, a grocery store run today. And sounds incredible. <laughs> well, I was just walking just through the little just things. To see, <laughs> well, just to see just to see if there was anything else, you know, because sometimes we just happen to stumble through and there's there's you know a bogo this or or dogfish heads on sale or whatnot. And sure enough, the dogfish head ninety minute imperial IPA was on sale. No, it was not. It, it was on sale. It was on sale for for thirteen dollars for a six pack, which which is high. I get it, but this is a damn good beer, and it's a nine percent. And so you were talking about the higher percent alcohol beers, and yeah, I totally agree. It doesn't have to be thirteen uh, percent to be a good beer, but man, um, this beer is really good. It's the continuously hopped um, IPA, so it's like the ninety minute that doesn't ever stop. It's it's really really good. Um, in terms of hops and smoothness and and almost like a chocolatey flavor and it's I decided to do something that I've we don't do often enough for where we foundationally started which was actually paired up with some chocolate so I have a couple Hershey kisses and um, and I started as we as I popped the cap and almost blew my head off and we <laughs> I, I started chewing this chocolate and started drinking the beer and it really does provide this excellent pairing so um, just to bring it up to speed, like a really rich Imperial IPA, like Laos was saying, where, you know, you can have an IPA that's got tropical and it's tart and it's juicy and it's whatnot. But when you get a rich Imperial IPA, it has such a a balance, I find. And Ryan, just correct me if I'm wrong, or I want you to chime in after I, after I say this, but it's like this balance of, of like 
richness and deepness and just this like not juicy but it's like a fullness and then you have the hops that really balance it out so it brings this bitter this this thing this 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 thing's got 90 ibus so it's like one of the more hoppy beers that you'll ever have um but man it is um it's just really good and then you pair it up with chocolate and this makes this beer mellow and and it makes this like this mouthfeel of like melted dark chocolate in your mouth and it's just really really good yeah, but Ryan, give me your thoughts on on the Imperials, yeah, and especially well, I mean, the Imperial it, IPAs. It's a you know at the end of the day, it's it's boiled for ninety minutes, so you know with the hops in there, and um, it really makes for a thicker wort at the end of the day. Um, so you do get more of those car- caramelistic multi flavors. Plus, you know there there is some debate on whether or not you know boiling the hops for too long can can you know kind of give that. Uh, a little bit more of an off, uh, la- less bitter, but I think I think it makes more. But um, at the same time, uh, being a nine and a half percent beer, it's also got a little bit more of a uh, sweeter balance to it too. So it's just probably everything all coming together at once in a perfect perfect fashion. So now it really well, it really is. I was just gonna say, Ryan, real quickly, how long are you gonna brew your tears now that you realize you went to the store and you could have gotten the the dogfish head ninety minute <laughs> and instead you bought damn Miller Light, which is easily spilled at a soccer game or football game or something. You know, the only thing I could say to that is at least I have twenty four of something. <laughs> the, <Whoa. laughs> the, <Marriage> bragging. <laughs> the, the other thing to that is i did look at this shelf i was like all right are there any bogos like is Publix doing anything to to discount the beer right now but they probably don't want to drive people to the store as much so you can't you know so they're probably yeah. not doing that but i did look but that beer was pro- was that beer in the cooler or was that on the shelf no, it was in the cooler. And when I say it's on sale, I mean it was it was thirteen dollars and it's typically fifteen dollars for a six pack. So like it wasn't it wasn't like it was a it was a you know serious deal. It was just I was walking through literally doing exactly what you did, saying, What's BOGO? What's BOGO? No BOGO, no BOGO. Two bucks off. I want that beer. I didn't see it last week or whenever I was in the store two weeks ago, what have you, so I got it. But I just thought it was perfect because I'm like, man. The other beer I had was the Coppertail Unholy, but I've reviewed that on this podcast about a million times, and I think I've only featured this one like twice. So that's the beer you have to drink in between conversation. But even that beer is like nine percent alcohol, so I'm not drinking that many in between. But man, it's just um, I saw this beer, I saw the, I had the bag of chocolate in the fridge. I'm like, I'm definitely gonna gonna pair this up because let me tell you, people, milk chocolate and this Imperial IPA, it's it's a damn good pairing. It really is. So. You, that's my piece. So that, that's all I want to say about it. You keep your chocolate in the fridge? No, my uh, mother-in-law does. And when she was here last, she ah. <laughs> she left a bag of chocolate in the fridge. So I'm like, I'm going to try it because it's real good. Frozen I keep, chocolate is way better than It was the freezer. freezer. It was the freezer. I'm sorry. Oh, yes. It was the freezer. Okay, good. I was about to say, well, I keep my chocolate at uh, uh, admin's desks at work. <laughs> now that everyone's at home, <laughs> nice. I just all go the, all the company chocolate. Yep, I go. I want this one, and then I want this one, and then I go to a different floor, and I go, "Hello, new admins who aren't here." And I go, "I want this one." And I Thanks, go, "Sheila." Um, num 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 num. I go, "This is great. I'm just gonna sit at your desk all day." <laughs> Sorry, I'm telling you though, guys, we we gotta get back in the pairing. I mean, I know it's obnoxious to like eat while you're podcasting, but. Man, it, it is just so good. Like, it's so good to put a good pairing together, and that is a perfect pairing. So don't so. pair a piece of pizza with anything? 
Just, I mean, um. I wouldn't say with anything, but. Oh, okay. I'm interested. <laughs> now you're squawking my language. Yeah, I'm smelling what you're stepping in. All right, let's do that. All right, anything else, boys? Should we move on? we got a big, packed agenda. I thought move we were it. moving on. Okay, we're moving on. Must just, be moving just, on. No, right. So yesterday was National Beer Day. And um, that's our normal recording day. Wasn't it? it was yesterday, but we uh, we had schedule conflicts, and so we skipped it. But happy belated National Beer Day, everyone. So, um, yeah, that's that's a thing. Yay. Yay. I had fun. Thanks for letting me be myself. <laughs> yeah. Why didn't we do the podcast yesterday? Oh. You said that you had to move it to today. So. Oh, here goes Dingleberg. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, one of these days, Ryan. One of these days. One of these days. <laughs> Old broad shoulders strikes again. One of these days I'll <laughs> lose a street fight to you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Continue. Um, yes. Well, so did you guys know that there's a little thing called the Tampa Bay Craft Beer Fund? Relief Fund? No. I read about I it. I mean... I hope you did because it was in the notes. But there, there's a, there's a, there was I had a generous to act surprised. Do- yeah, there was a generous donation from the Redner Family Foundation, which is essentially Joey Redner founded Cigar City, right? Very successful in the beer community here in Tampa specifically, and good on good on them for for doing this. But um, essentially, they're going to match dollar for dollar a rotating kind of um, series of restaurants and bars and whatever they're going to do to try to promote these local uh, individual uh, establishments up to a thousand dollars per day on a on a designated day um, which is great and i think it's it's cool so they they have an open form we'll post it in the link below or in the the description below Um, but essentially if you're looking for donations um, please uh, email info at tbbw.beer it's all put on by the Tampa Bay Beer Week and they're we're big supporters of them we have our Florida Craft Beer Day which is um, February 15th every year that's about two weeks before Florida Craft excuse me Tampa Bay Beer Week starts and the Tampa Bay Beer Week folks put this on with the support of Joey Redner and that fund so um, super generous super awesome and I reached out to them immediately and said hey guys how can we support you and they said listen we're not ready to disclose what restaurants or what establishments we're going to... Uh, I literally did this. Um, I, I emailed the, the, the chair of the committee and he said, listen, we're not, we're not uh, going to reveal this stuff yet. You know, obviously, they put this together with a lot of thought and strategy. So, of course, we're not going to push them to tell no. us information because, because our podcast is today. But uh, the whole point was that they were, um, they're working it. They're making it happen, and we said, guys, we'll support you however we can. They said, hey, thank you so much for reaching out. Please just, you know, uh, stay tuned, and we'll feed you information as we can. I said, hey, that's great. We're, we're here to support because, you know, that's just what we want to do. And I think for the community and, and for everything else, uh, it's just it's really a great thing, specifically on what's going on right now. So um, I know you guys flipped through this. I was just joking, but what did you think about this, or, or how cool is this story? I thought it was uh, I thought it was pretty neat. I like the rotating aspect of it, but um, I thought that was the coolest way to apply to a lot of a lot of small uh, well, little breweries. It, it, and you know what they're doing overseas? It's it's something I think it's called mypubmypubcommunity.com. And essentially, there's a there's an org, a nonprofit organization in the UK that's taking pubs 
that are closing because they can't they can't be open and they're having them open during normal business hours like nine to five and they're actually allowing them to buy wholesale wholesale groceries from a grocery distributor that distributes throughout the uk and then set up actual grocery stands with click and collect so there's a network where you call in or you go online and you can reserve i want a, a loaf of bread two gallons of milk a carton of eggs and some veggies and then they'll have it ready for you in your click and collect kind of style. Like you can pick up at Walmart where you literally say, I want this way basket hit order. It'll be ready in 30 minutes. You go to the local pub, you pick it up and the pub keeps the money, oh. um, which is great. So the pub buys the, the food at the wholesaler on a discounted price. They sell it for normal cost of bread, milk, whatever. And then the pub gets to keep the money as if they were a grocery store. There's no legality that stops that from happening just like this. There's no legality that would stop them from, from donating money or, or contributing funds. But it, it's an amazing way to rally around community and get folks that, you know, pubs and these people that, that are the lifeblood of our communities you know back in business at least temporarily while all this thing's going on so i love this shit but i'm sorry ryan i cut you off no that's that's interesting just uh, being able to it's a cool concept yeah 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 i think that's really great it's just amazing how you know the whole world is adapting to the situation and still trying to keep things going at the same time you know i think that's a true but th testament these two non-profits yeah these two non-profit like these are cool cool avenues to do it and i hope that you know maybe this stuff continues like when there's even past this when there's like maybe bars or pubs that need extra business or want to be open extra hours i don't know but it's really a crazy thing but i, I i'm digging it I, I like it a lot well that's you know sorry been one of my common themes lately is and i i didn't say these words plato did you know necessity is the mother of invention so we're all in this together and it's really cool to see how everybody's kind of like hey what can i do with this situation and how can i make somebody else's day better and like you just said donnie it'd be really cool to see more of this when we're not in a pandemic type situation yeah you know plato also said uh not safe to eat <laughs> <laughs> you suck that's oh, awful whatever that was a good joke. Oh, thank was... you. I just came up with it on the fly. Oh, I get it. Oh. And oh, no, the last right. horse crosses the line. I was like, I don't remember reading that. <laughs> you wouldn't. You were too busy eating all the green ones. <laughs> oh, God. No, the spaghetti that explains, is a real spaghetti ride. That explains a lot about my, my life. <laughs> oh. No, but I did have two quick shots real quick. Um, so, so first off, um, I don't really have, you know, Obviously, that was you said in the UK and whatnot. Um, there's, I don't have really anything like that uh, other than the uh, the weird uh, vegetable transaction that I talked about on the last podcast. But um, I do have a new update in that story. Um, so first off, uh, Panera Bread is actually selling their stuff for pretty cheap in terms of like bread and other groceries. I've heard. I don't know if it's all Panera breads, but um, I'm just putting that on everyone's radar. Uh, kind of cool because there's one next to me. But the other thing is, so the other day, my girlfriend um, really, really wanted this product that was offered at the farmer's market in here in Lakeland, Florida. And it was a uh, olive spread. So she said, hey, is it cool if I, you know, they're doing something on Facebook where you can reach out and you can, you know, sort of discreetly pick up two containers of this or, you know, two jars or whatever. And I said, sure. So she sent the text message to the number on the Facebook thing, and it reads, Hi, <laughs> I live in Lakeland. I was wondering if we could place an order for two large containers. 
She left it interestingly vague. Because <laughs> the gentleman specializes in this olive spread, which we love. This is where it gets weird. The guy said, he texted me back, call me at blank, and I will tell you how we can do it. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> this guy's adapting Jerry, to this whole process. Hang up. Hang up now. Yeah, yeah but uh, again, you know, I won't name any names, but we're a huge fan of the Zala spread. And Zala spread? It's What's an it olive called? spread, dude. It's got oh, olive spread. Uh, it's got pepperoncinis. It's got oh man, it's amazing. Oh man, it's got calamata. It yeah, <laughs> it it's great. it's pretty good. So it was just a funny situation because all I, you know, when she said that, I was like, this really sounds like a drug deal. But yeah, it okay, does. yeah, but that's what everything sounds like here. Like we went to the store. I said today, and like. Uh, my wife's like, hey, you got to put on a buff. I was like, what? Like, yeah, you got to, like, cover your face with fabric. I was like, why? And they're like, well, yeah. And then she's like, here's some gloves to, too to use. I'm like, well, why? Am I what? What is all this? Like, well, the CDC just said you have to do it. I'm like, I don't think that's true. And yeah. so you went. I went there, and I'm like, okay, I got these gloves, and now I'm touching stuff I'm going to eat. And, like, all these things I'm touching I'm going to eat, I'm not going to wear gloves when I'm eating these things. I'm like, and so I ended up going through the store without the stupid mask on, and then I took my gloves off halfway through, and I was like, i got to adjust my mask. <laughs> and all of a sudden, I touched the cart, and I was like, oh, I'm contaminated. No, no, it's horrible. Oh, no. Dude, Everything's horrible. I bumped into the, we have an ATM at my work, and I bumped into the Brinks guy, the guy from the company who empties out the ATM. He was wearing a mask and holding a bag with money signs on it. It looked like a reverse bank robbery. <laughs> that guy, I go, man, aren't you supposed to take the money? I go, well, you shouldn't look so hilarious. And then I walked away. You yeah. just think he was a bank driver. Well, that's what that's I said, true. too. I was, I was walking in the Publix, and I'm like, we're about to rub this Publix. I'm like, we're about to rub this Publix clean. I was like, we're about to rub this Publix. They won't even get my fingerprints because I got gloves on. It really was eerie for me today, too, when I actually went into Publix. And I, I, I thought about it. I was like, oh, fuck, I forgot my mask because it dawned on me everybody else is wearing masks. Yeah. But I walked past this one guy, and he was trying to, like, yell for a clerk that was walking past him. And I could hear him out of my left ear, but the clerk just kind of kept walking past him because his <laughs> mask was muffling his face and his voice. It, did, it wasn't until he was five feet past that he turns around and is like, did you need something? Like... <laughs> <laughs> I've seen the I've seen the the poor Publix guys have gotten like abused and it's not it's not funny at all like it's really no, not funny no, we're, we're no. making we're making light of our Absolutely. scenario because each of us have been in this like weird unique scenario but it's it's not a funny thing but but the funny part about it is that you guys you know we have to make a little bit of real life out of this stuff and like it is some of this is comical like and, and some of it was comical like when I was in the store I don't know like when this first thing started there was a lady I think I may have already said it on the show but. There was a lady that was like attacking the Publix man as he came out of the back room with like a pallet full of product, and she goes, "I need the spray Lysol," and he's like, "I'm sorry, ma'am, I don't, I don't know what you're looking for, but I've just got to unpack these boxes in in aisle K." And she goes, "Well, can I follow you?" And I'm like, "Oh man, what is she trying to get?" So I followed her and him, and I'm following this lady. And she's like, "Yeah, well, I just really need the spray Lysol." And this lady has the whole garb on. She has like a hairnet for some reason. She has a face mask and she has gloves, and she's rifling through this poor Publix boy's like boxes. And the kid is just like, ah, "Miss, I don't know where the Lysol spray is." And she's like, well, "What's in this box?" And he's like, "Well, this is toilet cleaner. It's not what you want." And she's like, "Okay, well, what's in the next box?" And he's like, "Ma'am, please." I have to unload all these boxes. I can't. I can't just rifle through them for you. She goes, "Well, I'll wait." And I'm like, "Oh man!" This yeah, I'm surprised she wasn't it, like, "I have sloppy joes to serve." Thank you. Do you see my hairnet? 
Yeah, but just but just wait. So here's me. I'm like, wait a second. Should I leave or should I stay? I pretended to look at air fresheners for like 15 minutes while this whole thing went down until she got to the last box and she goes, well, I guess you don't have it. And he's like, no, ma'am, I don't. So she decided to pick up an entire case of the Lysol wipes. And she started to walk away and the, and the poor boy goes, uh, ma'am, excuse me, you can only have one of those. She goes, yeah, I've got one. She goes, no, 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 one of those not the case of six that you're walking away with. She goes, oh, really? I, I need a couple. I was like, he goes, I'm sorry, you just can't. And she goes, oh. She put the box down and she took one and she walked away. And then I took one after she did. I'm like, shit, that lady needs it. I probably need it too. So I don't know. It's it's a pan. This is crazy. Just hey, absolutely real crazy. Real quick, whilst we're uh, on the subject of what's going on in the world and how other people are reacting to things like moving chairs in the background to get milk or something. Um, (laughs) Not milk, damn it. (laughs) Not now. (laughs) I'm trying to podcast. I wish I could be like Chris Farley and do that. (laughs) Uh, I'm sure Cord appreciates that you can't. Yeah. So there's an article that I just saw. So I follow this Facebook group called 8 O'Clock Shot. It's actually really funny. With the stuff people post, it's like they're at home, so they're drinking all day. But somebody posted this, that Blue, Pro- Blue Point Brewing is asking Long Islanders to nominate their neighbors uh, who are doing great things during the crisis. And what they're doing is they're, they're calling it Toast Your Hero. It's a, you know, that's the hashtag, Toast Your Hero. And they're actually delivering Blue Point uh, toasted lager to first responders. Uh, I think that's kind of a pretty cool thing. So, just wanted to say that whilst we're talking about all the things that are going on in the world, I'm moving yep. my hands a lot. Nobody's going to see that except you. But <laughs> <laughs> just, I don't know. They might notice when I throw up from trying to track it. <laughs> no, so. I, I mean I think it's good. Well, that's and that's what this thing is, right? Like it's bringing the best out of some people, and I really haven't heard that it's bringing the worst out of a lot of other people. You I, know what I mean, like when we have hurricanes. And we have uh, natural disasters. People get really shitty. And, of course, I think in the beginning, and, and honestly, it's going to probably, people say, they say it's going to peak here in the next three weeks or whatever, like in the early May. Um, so maybe we're not even at the worst part of it yet. But I just hope that it stays at least a little civil and that um, that we can still, you know, kind of act a little human about it and have some compassion. But, Lyle, what, what, what are you seeing out there, man? <clears throat> just, um... Just heard from my, my girlfriend the other day. She was at Publix, and somebody who's just, you know, they were actually trying to shoplift, and um, or actually this was Target. They were trying to shoplift, and she kind of saw it, and, you know, the, the person behind the counter was like, hey, you didn't really pay for that, and you're walking away right now. like, And then they turned around, and they, they you know, they started being rude. They said something about this person not speaking English as their first language, and the manager got involved, blah, 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 blah. And so... So Babs just goes, well, I definitely saw that person try to walk away with that. <laughs> and she, you know, something along those lines. And, and she um, kind of left. And, you know, the person was just being rude to somebody who's, you know, they're clearly working a job as a cashier and they're trying to make some money in a difficult time. And, they, you know, somebody else is just being a jerk. And so she just felt really bad. So I think it was around that time that she actually asked, like, the cashier and, like, the, the bagger. She was like, hey, uh, you know, what's you guys' favorite candy? And they were like, oh, well, I like a Reese's and I like a Kit Kat. So she just b- picked big old king-size Kit Kat and Reese's, which are in no short supply, and just bought them and then just left them. I was like, here you guys go. Like, have a great day. So, yeah, that's so awesome. she 
Yeah, she tried to cheer him up, but you know, there's there's some jerks out there. So, and I'm sure this. I is... think it's gonna get worse too, because that guy probably doesn't have a job or couldn't pay for stuff or whatever. So, like, who knows? Yeah, or I mean... he's just an asshole. I, I don't know that either. But I think that that's that's the part of it that's gonna get worse. So, the more yeah. good that we can funnel in, like the stories that we're telling now, I think the better. And and again. You know, have have some if you can have fun and recant things that are just odd that you witness in your day, like all the people that I see walking dogs that I never knew had dogs, and I've lived here for six months now, and that's weird. <laughs> it's weird stuff, but like you can you can enjoy some of it, and, and you just have to be cautious at other times. But you gotta quit barking yeah, at those, those dogs, dogs that walk by, Donnie. Uh, no, I'm literally just, just looking out my my front you, ha- front of my house. You're out at the window going. Rah, 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 rah. You're a new dog. I don't know you. Who are you? Yeah, they don't seem to listen. <laughs> anyway, all right. Any more beer stories, guys? I know we we've had one on the books for a while, but um, any more beer stories? Nope. Because I've got a lot to talk about in the next segment. Although I need a beer real quick. I, I mean, do you need? Uh, if We're you not need... stopping you. I I have so while Donnie's grabbing that real quick, um, I did overhear an article. Wow. I didn't exactly Something read it. You know. To the most okay, I don't know what that's all about. Um, I don't. I didn't read it to the most uh, um, clerical um, detail, but basically, I overheard an article of a uh, a brewery that had a batch of beer that actually went. Uh, I guess they either couldn't move it, or something went wrong with the process, or something. And uh, this batch of beer actually was. Uh, it was actually there was too much alcohol in this batch of beer, and it was not going to be bottled or canned. So they actually looked into how to make it into hand sanitizer. Um, I'm sorry I don't have more details on it, but I just thought it was really really cool that they were able to take a bad batch of beer and turn it into hand sanitizer, which I think you know beer's been turned into other things, shampoo, you know, conditioner, or you know, other stuff. So. It's not out of the realm that that couldn't happen, but I thought it was really, really neat that they were take they were able to take you know it was like a couple hundred gallons and they were able to actually turn it into something that was useful, especially in a time like now. So um, I could try and find the article, but I'm sure if you just Google it, um, might be able to come across it faster. Well, that's what that's what Chet said he was doing. He said that he literally was going to the uh, local distillery to buy um, hand sanitizer. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah, neat to see a great. brewery doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's that just goes to show you they can repurpose all sorts. All right, anyways, are you guys um, any more beer stories? Nope. So as we get into our next segment, geek news, drink it on in, send it on back, boys. Have you? I have a question for you first before I get into my statement. Have you guys found yourself with any additional time to experiment in the uh, perhaps alternate realm of things that you hadn't done previously and are doing now that you are locked in your own house? Ryan, you can lead us off because as we stated at the top of the episode. You just want to record and share everything nowadays. What's going I on? I do, with that? yeah. So, I was I was trying to figure out how to record the screen on my computer. Donnie, you helped me out because I had a little bit of complication with it by using a program called OBS. I downloaded it again and I figured out how to do it, um, and then which led me to figure out how to also record the audio coming in from the computer, which would allow me to record interviews with people and connect with people and make videos, learn how to put pictures into it. So I've been playing around and having a lot of fun. I've done, um, if in, if you go to the Craft Brews and Geek News uh, Facebook page, you'll see I did an interview with Christian at Brew, our good friends over there. I uh, did an interview with Joe, who does the Twig, uh, about his efforts to help with the COVID-19 um, 
pandemic and in, in making 3D printed uh, face shields. Um, and I'm also doing one for, for my job, uh, from, from my company. And, uh, we, we kind of recorded a little bit today just to get a feel for what it was like. So, you know, just really trying to expand my technology skills. And I've also learned how to help my kids so they can sit there at the desktop and live stream to YouTube their, their adventures on Roblox. So it's been really, really a lot of fun. Uh, one last podcast too: the craft brews and fantasy news we're doing um on the Wait, weekends craft brews and fantasy news or fantasy news and craft brews you guys can to stop changing the names. i can't I don't, I don't i couldn't think of it i was trying to fit just in just look at the podcast then because <laughs> i've listed two episodes now with a consistent name you need to get it straight <laughs> I, well like, it was like okay radiology or craftology Jeez. radio with like craft brews geek news fantasy brews like it just was all over the place i got tongue-tied but it's just been a lot of fun i've been able to connect with people and really just explore the uh the technology that i didn't know existed um oh and i also live stream some of my uh, magic the gathering on my desktop my my windows computer so that's that's just some of the things that i'm doing with my time besides reading and working and you know it's been fun uh, even though I'm yeah. in my house, I probably will never leave again, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> if I didn't have to, I probably wouldn't either. Lossman, you're in a closet. What have you been up to recently? <sighs> well, even though I am the, I'm in the smallest space right now, my job's apparently, again, I mentioned it last week, essential. So I still work 40 hours out of the house and, um, haven't had a whole lot of time to reflect on things that I can do in the house. Obviously, weekends and whatnot, Friday nights and everything. Uh, I uh, when you mean out of the house, you're saying you're actually still you're still going to work, is what you're saying. Correct. You say when you work forty hours out of the house, that's what I'm doing. I'm working my forty hour week out of the house. Oh, not my apologies. Um, I leave my house every day and I go to work. <laughs> um, but there's nobody at your office now. Correct. Well, there's there's. Uh, Got it. Yeah, a, a sliver, a fraction of the people who used to be there, the amount of people. Um, and so I haven't had a whole lot of time to, like, reflect on, you know, being at home or focusing on being at home. However, um, there are a few things that I've done. Uh, one of the most recent, like, interesting things was trying to, uh, you know, depending on how long all this goes on and how long we should all make, you know, good decisions – I actually thought about, you know, okay, so what happens if I had to plan my birthday? Um, and that, that's a weird question, you know, but, you know, what happens if I had to plan my birthday? And I actually started thinking of ways how I could do it, and I came up with a few. Um, so, for instance, I was recently shown how to do PlayStation 4 share play. <laughs> I which, guess you were. By who? Uh, that's I what I want to learn next. Yeah, some big old, yeah, I don't know, donger, I don't know. <laughs> No, uh, by you, Donnie. Uh, you showed me how to use SharePlay. Um, but Ryan, that's a, it's a different thing than the. It's a different thing than sharing your gameplay. It's literally like you pass the controller over to the guy sitting across the state from you. What? <laughs> yes. What does that mean? Yeah. Tell me. We'll have more. to show it to you this weekend. Yeah. Quickly uh, tell me what that means, because I don't know, and I don't know if the listeners. So Lars can explain it. Go ahead, Lars. Yeah. So this is exactly what I'm talking about because this video game stuff is what I'm trying to get to. But go ahead. Ooh, sorry. Um, in a no, nutshell, we both turned on our PlayStations. You want to play a game, I have. I say, I enable a setting, and you say, cool, and you take over this that whole, my PlayStation. You just take it over. Like, your controls so you watch are the somebody same. Else, you watch somebody else play your game on your console? Correct. Correct. Can you charge them for that? <laughs> no. 
No. Probably. Well, you probably could, well, but maybe. I wouldn't do that or pay for that ever. But, but what, yeah. do you it was get, interesting what do you get to do? <clears throat> you get to, you watch, get to watch them play. So I was telling Nick that like I, I actually saw... My friend Deems was playing, and he was uh, he was trying to to defeat. He was trying to get past. He's playing he's playing The Witcher Three on PlayStation, and I don't have The Witcher Three on PlayStation Four, and so he actually I do, but I didn't have the disc in, and so he was he was showing me via share play where he was playing, and I was watching him play, and he was like, "Can't get this part. What do you do?" And I said, "Well, well, flip me the sticks." And so he enabled um, remote play or whatever share play i think it was called share play and so i was able to use my controller sitting in my living room playing his guy on his playstation and he watched that happen while i was playing wow yeah and so what what laos is telling you about is that we he enabled what was it called laos it was for rocket league a re- game i recently he was like got i think into. you'd like rocket league and i was like well just share it with me and i'll play it and tell you if i like it and he's like what <laughs> and that's what happened so he started the game up he played one race or two and then he handed me the controller. He like literally digitally handed me the controller. It was like, here, you play now. From Lakeland. And so I play he's in Lakeland. I'm in I'm in Clearwater. And I just enabled the setting and I clicked it. And then all of a sudden I was able to play his game on his PlayStation while he watched and I played for the first time. And he's like, No, 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 you gotta hit the thing. And it's like boom. Like, okay, like I learned how to play it. And it's a sure enough, it's a fun it's fun that's as shit. Neat. It's good. That's good. That's really a neat platform setting. Like that's that's fucking cool. Well, it means all those, like, all the Dragon Ball Z games that you have, like, if you wanted to really show us that, like, you could just be like, hey, guys, take a look, and then if you want to play and experiment, here it is. And, like, I've been trying to get you guys on the tip of The Witcher for the longest time. I could be like, guys, this is why it's so cool, and then I could flip it over to you. You could play it and be like, wow, this is really cool. I'm going to buy this game. I yeah. volunteer to try it. <laughs> okay. As you well, should. Well, volu- let's do that this weekend, then. We can report this on the next podcast, and then you guys can actually see if you love The Witcher 3 or No Man's Sky or whatever as yeah. much as I think you would. Absolutely. You'd, you'd love it. I'm yeah. free Friday it's- and Saturday unless something changes. Okay. All right. Well, we'll, we'll schedule on the books, but sorry, Lossman. Go ahead. Yeah. No, all good. So, like, things like that, you know, again, I, I was thinking about stuff like that on how I can do my birthday, and a game came up... Um, the uh, the Jackbox, uh, which is you don't know Jack. I'm sure many people out there have heard of it. I'm sure many people you guys might not have played it. Donnie, I know you did. Raga, you might not have. Um, it's all good either which way. Think of it like a warped twi- trivia show that kind of messes with the answers and kind of makes you think a little bit in a weird way. Very fun game to have with drinks and friends and whatnot. The coolest part about it, about that game, is they actually allow you. You don't have to have controllers for everyone. They allow you to log in on your phone. By taking no apps, no anything, just takes two seconds. You click in to your phone, and you, all of a sudden, if you were sitting next to me in my living room, or if you were sitting in Clearwater, or anywhere, or Nebraska, it doesn't even matter, anywhere in the world with the internet, that's obviously reasonably decent, um, you click in, it's like you're sitting right next to me, you know, to buzz in for an answer, or, you know, do whatever you gotta do. So that game, if I share my screen, yeah. We could all watch it, and then, yeah. if you guys were on your phones, this is where it gets real weird, you guys could all buzz in, and we could all watch the same screen, play yeah. the same game. Dude, I'm in. I'm so in. Let's that's, do that. That's how, I mean, that was me planning my birthday party if I have to have it in quarantine. I was going to say, you know what? That would be really cool. I just, all I would want from you guys, you don't have to spend any money. I just want two hours of you guys drinking beers and shooting shots and having fun and being silly. That's all I want. 
All and right. That was well, a solid. That was a solid well, birthday let's, request. Let's take that on a on a test run too. Let's 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 do experimentation this weekend and see. Since we got this COVID thing, yeah. again, this is what I'm trying to say. I'm like, how do you maximize this time? Like, I get it that we all have full time jobs, and I'm, I mean, we're all very lucky for it too. By the way, correct. Like, we're all lucky that we're gainfully empo- employed, at least for the time being, and that's that's awesome. So, is there a way you know, to? Oh, maybe there is a way. So think this one by yourself out loud, please. I could, I could, I was just thinking like, how do I get my picture into my video game that I'm playing? And I, I just thought about it. If I live stream to YouTube and capture it through OBS, I can have my picture there. So I already answered my own question. This seems like a technical thing that a personal Ryan Roberts IT should have handled. Well, no, like if I, if I'm playing the PlayStation, let's say I'm sitting Mm. over here. I mean, I have to figure out how to fix my, my computer. So I'm not like playing this hey, let's, you know what i mean let's Sorry. let's take this offline because i got an idea for you okay that's okay. done yeah. good transition let's let's it take it off no take it offline because i got something you can have i bought it um probably two or three years ago and i don't use it enough and it's awesome for just what you're exact a, 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 exactly asking for so awesome nice. um also we got to get ryan to, to put his playstation audio on so we can record his voice when we're all yes yeah we got to walk him through that too um but okay so no no no. So the video game thing. So Lausman, I briefly mentioned to you that I may have gotten the opportunity to play Stadia. Yes, you might have. So the very laptop that I'm talking to you guys on right now is a crappy one. It cost me three hundred dollars. It was a deal on Best Buy. Is a I don't even know what it is. I want to say it's yeah, it's the Lenovo. So it's it's really a bare bones like stream not stream <laughs> go on the internet and word process i believe is how it was sold to me well all i did was i took out the hard drive i put it in ssd from uh, a samsung ssd and then i um i think i booted up like maybe four gigs of ram on it like i did not beef this thing up at all i was able to play stadia and on this computer ryan do you know what stadia is do you recall I remember it, but I haven't used it, so maybe I should put it on my list of things to look at. Well, you sh- well you shouldn't. Well, you can't right now because it's not it's not out yet. It's it's Google's cloud gaming soft software service. So oh, for, that's right, that's right, that's for right. For ten right. bucks, you can be a Google Stadia Pro, and Google Stadia Pro for ten bucks entitles you to twelve games that are free that you can play at any time you want to. Awesome. Well, that doesn't really do a whole lot because you don't own the console. You don't own the game. As long as you have a $10 a month subscription, you, you get to play it. Got it? That's great. I was never... We had covered this, I don't know, maybe a year ago today, like literally this, this time, if not longer, when they announced that Stadia was coming out. And it launched in the last last year, fall of 19. And um, it was it, it was received okay. And then all of a sudden, it took a massive spike down in terms of nobody liked it it was laggy it wasn't what they said it was and it's still to my, in my opinion it's not but given this the the, the stay at home thing i was like well let me just go in on it and see and so i was actually um given a code to use it and so i logged in set up my account and i was literally on my 300 dollar computer 300 dollar computer just keep that in mind guys like ryan how much did your laptop cost my mac was 800 i think and Lausman, your Chromebook was 150. It was 150. I only had to punch one person at Black Friday, but yes. 
Yeah. Only one. All right. So yeah. in my computer that I bought for 300 I built in 2000, I want to say nine. <laughs> like, Ugh. this is not a good computer. It is not a good computer. But I was able to play Destiny 2. And I was able to play Grid, which is some weird racing game, which is fun, with with very, very minimal lag. And I was able to do it with, I think, 90 megs up, which is what my internet is. Um, here, and just on this, again, one computer. I have 400 meg in the office, 400 meg by my other router, but I have about 90 in the particular area I was playing at the time. So it wasn't even like it was screaming internet. But man, it had very minimal lag. It had very minimal latency. It had very minimal, and I was using a PlayStation 4 Dual DualShock that I had Bluetooth linked to my computer, my old crappy computer. Like it was, I was really impressed. Now there were several downfalls, several. <laughs> but but when it was good, it was really good at at playing and um, and handling the games. And the graphics were amazing, even though my computer screen is not good. Um, it, I was very, very impressed. Hmm. Where, where it fell down, and jump in any time if you guys have questions, but where it fell down was in between like the settings, because you have to boot up Stadia on any browser, which worked, but it doesn't work on the iPad or the iPhone like they say it would have, because they're just not there yet. That hasn't been released. The free version of Stadia is not available yet, so you can't just log in and buy a game. Um, the games that were available were $90, which is freaking weird. Uh, most of them were bundles, so they're bundled up with something else. Like I tried to buy... Um, the reason that I even started the demo, because they were like, oh yeah, there's, you know... I don't think it was GTA, but it was like some some recent game that I hadn't played. And I was like, oh, I'll, I'll take a look at that. And it was $90 because they had bundled it up with some other games, which is fine. I don't care, but like, I don't feel like... I would have gotten the full experience because I couldn't Chromecast. I did Chromecast it actually. I Chromecasted it from my laptop to my TV and I was playing with my PS4 remote on my TV. That was cool because it was going through my computer to the TV with minimal lag. That was neat. And again, computer, not a good computer, not a fast computer. Interesting. Huh. So the con- the connection points worked almost flawlessly. What didn't work at all was manipulating the menus when the controller wasn't connected or the internet was spotty. Like I think I sucked up so much internet that my internet crapped out because I lost connection almost sporadically every 8 to 15 minutes, which was weird. And I only played it for maybe 30 minutes, 45 minutes, maybe an hour max. But. I had that same problem with a meatball in my Roomba. Yeah. I know yeah, that'll about. do it. No. <laughs> if a meatball rolls into your Roomba, you have a problem with it sucking up just the meatball. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm saying I agree with you. I just, it was, it was very weird. It was a very weird thing to do. And I've never been a PC gamer, so maybe I'm just like a little too much like on the console side. Yeah. But I was I was hopeful for what I think this thing could be. I uh, I'm excited about this. Um, I'm hoping that I have a similar code somewhere deep deep within my um, my <laughs> inbox. I don't know. I would love to try it out. Uh, I would be very very happy to see a comparison between the three of us. Me being the budget friendly. Um, 
and you being the mid-grade, and then Ryan, well, you said it wasn't available for a Mac yet, or um, uh, not at least yeah, an iPad. I think it was available on Mac. No, actually, I don't think it is. So, it wasn't available for an iPad and iPhone. It may be available on Mac. I'm not sure, but... Okay. Yeah. But still, I mean, the situation remains where it could be like Ryan's would be the screaming, like, top-of-the-line MacBook one, um, and I would be the garbage computer. You know, not garbage. I love my little... <laughs> I absolutely love my Chromebook, but uh, mine would be, like, this step, the, the most budget-friendly. Well, I want to also, tr- also try it on an iPad as soon as that's available, which yeah. I'm guessing with, with this stay-at-home stuff, it's going to be available very, very soon. And yeah. I think there'll, there'll be a lot of free licenses for this thing, too. I've got to... I've, I have the ability to use it until July. So this review will keep rolling and evolving. Okay. We'll see come July if it gets any better. If I can play it on my phone or my iPad and actually play it correctly, I'll be very impressed. But but again, playing on the three hundred laptop, three hundred dollar laptop to give a louse's review, it's good. Okay. I can read into that perfectly. Um, was, yeah. Well everyone else too, note that down at home. Yeah. yeah. Add that to the scale, I mean it's not bad. It's it's okay. It's yeah. good. Come. Yeah. I smell what you're stepping in. So, I mean, I don't know. So, I I just think that's a, it's a cool thing for gaming. But here's the problem now. Because I've experienced that, I now understand that I need to try Shadow, Shadow PC. Have you heard of that? No. No. So, I don't have a 600 or 600. Pff, I don't have a 6,000 or a 2,000 or a $1,000 PC that I can use for VR gaming. However, there's a service called Shadow PC which I'm very interested in, and they just released um, Florida coverage, so we can actually like be in Florida and subscribe to this thing. It's 10 bucks a month, and you get access to a VR-capable, fully baked-in, ready, beefed-up PC for 10 bucks a month. So do the math. Huh. If you were going to buy an $800 computer or a $600 computer, it would still take you like five years to get there. To, to spend the same amount of money as, as 11 or 12 bucks a month, which is what this service is. So I'm willing to try it, at least for like a year, which <laughs> would be interesting. Yeah. <laughs> just to see. Just to see if it works, because if it does, then technically you could do all your video editing, all your audio editing, all your streaming, Ryan, all your VR gaming, all your uh, online gaming, all your Steam gaming, everything you wanted to do, on a virtual high-end computer. Stadia has given me hope that we can actually make this thing really happen. And if it's 10 bucks a month for a computer that can handle all that, then you link it to your Steam account, and then you buy Half-Life Alex, which I'm going to do very soon because I need to. What? Yeah, then I can actually stream all this stuff together and play VR crap in real life. Plus with my Oculus, you can actually remote into a computer that's that's not connected by cords. It's called virtual desktop, and you can actually like link into a computer that has the software. So I could potentially have a high-end gaming laptop that doesn't exist in real life connected to my wireless headset. Oh yeah! <laughs> like wrap your mind around all that. I can't. I, I already. I already have. <laughs> Not to not to deflate the sales, but I already looked into a while back. I looked into uh, video editing that was not like a program on your computer locally. It was a web-based video editing, and that's what kind of dipped my tootsies in something that we're talking about now. 
because I've obviously never had a computer that can handle it, but it was uh, it was really cool, and it had all the processing speed that you would need. So I, I've been dreaming about this for months, and I've. But I'm talking about you. You can rent for ten bucks a month a computer that does yeah. all that. Not only does edits video, you can install whatever software you want on it. Like it's your computer. You have 500 gigs of memory on it, so you could just use it as a fucking Google Drive if you wanted to. That's clearly an expansion of the the idea that I had, yeah. or you know, was stumbled upon, but. Yeah, no, that's awesome. well, they, they literally they literally just enabled Florida like a couple weeks ago. It's part of their experimental branch, so it's not even really official. But they're putting out an app for VR where you can download it on your headset and then and then you don't even need a computer to access it. Like this is this is craziness what we're talking about now. So you're saying I can operate out of a van in a pile of crashed cars on a VR headset? Possibly. I've never heard of it. It's the Oasis Sun. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I'm very excited. We live in a fantastic time, boys. Even though we can't go outside, the internet and technology is making things more easily accessible and enjoyable for those who enjoy doing the things inside like this, like Ryan's interviews, like learning OBS. I mean, Ryan, you are maximizing your your time by learning the software and stuff, dude. Like, you got to give yourself a little more credit. You're You're doing it, you know, well. You're not wasting time. I'm doing it and doing it and doing oh. it well. <laughs> I knew that was coming. I no, knew it's it. really – I didn't understand it at first, like what it was actually – you know, you hit the plus sign. It's like a window capture, Mac, whatever, face. He's specifically, you un- know, like explaining OBS. Yeah, ahead. yeah, yeah. But it was confusing. I couldn't get anything to work. Uh, and now I'm just like, oh, I'll just add this in. I'll just add this in. I've got like multiple screens. I've got pictures. I can go in between pictures, just press the little eye. You can't see it. It's like – fucking awesome but on a mac you have to also get a aggregate sound software that you have to download so that it can capture the screen or what's you know like if we were talking it would capture your voices on windows it does that automatically so there are some uh, differences between the two platforms but man it's just crazy to think of what you can do with technology and screen capture and recording and all that fun stuff so and planning your birthday yeah, planning, your, planning birthday. your birthday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Full uh, for my, well, if this thing's still going on in June, I hope that we'll have a party via <laughs> Google Hangouts or Dude, something. Dude, <laughs> we will be playing, gosh darn, uh, you don't know Jack like you wouldn't believe, buddy. It works out. I'd yeah. love that. So it's so it's all good, man. I, I'd like to say that if, if nothing else, out of all these stories and the laughs and the, the you know, whatever we've had tonight, um, you know, guys, there's there's hope out there. Uh, you know, for Pete's sake, I built, like I said last time, I think, I built a, a disc golf course in my backyard. You can do anything you want to. Just just focus your time. Try to take your mind off how bad things are and focus on the good, right? And um, and you'll find some positive stuff out there because there is. There's stuff to do. There's fun stuff out there. I've certainly learned a lot. I submitted a bunch of audio tracks, um, uh, some commentary to a to a video game <laughs> that I loved and that we follow called V Speedway on, on Oculus <laughs> Quest. If you haven't heard of it, um, it's awesome. I loved it. It was the drifting one that I made with a Daytona background. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really good. And so the, the, creator, the, the creator is in Italy and his name is Dan J. And he's actually really cool. He's, he's, he's a cool dude. We've been talking because Italy, of course, was hit so bad by this thing. And um, and I said on the assets, and he's like, listen, man, I'm not looking to put assets in the game because everything's a placeholder now. It's going to be a totally different game when I'm done with it. I was like, all right, well, let me know because I'd love to have a game that's the official 
VR game of the podcast because we don't have one yet. Um, so I thought that'd be very interesting. But <laughs> but keep pushing, man. Like you don't know what's going on, but maximize the time is my the point of my story. Absolutely, maximize the time. Enjoy what you're doing and, and just try to have fun with as much as you can because it, it's tough times right now. But it, you know it might not get any better for for a long while. So there's no use in like you know losing your sanity yet. Just uh just try to make the best of it. But absolutely. Uh, Lastman, Ryan, you guys got anything to close us out? Yeah, I just uh, I just want to say to that last point, I think at the end of this, we all become better if we use our time wisely. But I think as a, as a society and as a world, we all become better. So, in some fashion. I'm an optimist. So. Heck yeah. I mean, I, I don't know if anybody is aware of a character who hasn't been on the show in quite some time, but... My whole birthday party idea, it's going to include a gentleman who's currently located in Hawaii. Yeah, it I mean, could. It very well could. How cool would that be? That would be a major positive to all of this figuring out and whatnot. If I could have a birthday with all my best buddies and whatnot, and you know, my buddy who's currently in Hawaii, he lives there. I mean, that would be incredible. That would be worth it. You, you mean our buddy, and you're referring to, to Baus, right? I'm not referring to Bows. That guy's an asshole. That guy's an absolute <laughs> asshole. But I'm referring to good old Dano. And, uh, and yeah. No, no I if, agree. If and he I can think... attend my birthday party, that would be amazing. That would be the coolest birthday party since he moved out there. I mean. Well, hey, let's, let's do a practice session sometime. I'm not, I'm not against that. We're, we're going to work on it. But I'm excited yeah. about that aspect and the technology that we have in place. All right. Well, on that note, guys, I mean, I think we did a pretty good show. And, and again, this is, you know, amid this corona thing, and we're trying to do the best of it. So I apologize for audio gaps or any kind of issues we're having. But, but you know, we appreciate everybody out there listening. And, again, go to your local bars, restaurants, support your local breweries, support your local business, really, if you can. If there's any way to do so. We talked about a couple different things. You know, Greg's List through Untapped was an option to, to try and find what's going on around you. But you don't understand how much you can influence the potential fate of some of these local businesses. So really just every individual that can, that makes sense, that can do it in a safe way, really makes an impact. And that's all we want to get across. So um, on that note, you know, where can, where can the good kids find you guys? Lossman? Uh I'm tweeting more and more these days. Imagine that. Uh, at Mr. Lossman on Twitter. All right. Brood Boy? Yeah. Uh, Brood Boy 813 on Instagram. And you can also find me a lot on the Craft Brews and Geek News uh, Facebook page. But if you are somebody that is, uh, you know, a small business owner or doing anything, I just want to pitch this real quick. I would love to interview you, do a little on, online podcast about how you are overcoming the COVID-19 pandemic and uh, what you've learned, what, you've, what the process has been for changes, and how you're going to look at this whole thing moving forward once it's over. Just throwing that out there because it's a passion. And so message me. Yeah, and again, that's Broodboy813 on Twitter. Um, if you want a direct email address, info at brewmasters.club. You can also email there if you feel more comfortable emailing via Twitter. Um, you can do that either way you want to. Info at brewmasters.club. Um, and, of course, you can find me at Brewmasters Club on Twitter and uh, the Craft Brews and Geek News YouTube channel and... Um, the Facebook group, please do. That Facebook group has been awesome. It's the lifeblood of, I think, what's been keeping me so positive because the memes and the videos and all sorts of, and the memes of videos, 
there it's just been a great time so i really suggest um tapping in there it is so much fun i'm having a blast with that facebook group dude specifically right now because there's so much sadness <laughs> yeah it, it, the news is just horrible but yet when you, you pop into that group and everybody's happy and people are laughing and there's there's fun stuff going on and there's brews you know brew doing their live gigs and stuff it's just fantastic so um, i'm a huge fan do you huge guys want to do like a virtual bottle share that doesn't sound like much sharing, but uh, we can talk yeah. about that offline. <laughs> okay. How would we there. get the bottle? It doesn't well, fit through you the ether. Don't. We go to ABC, we buy a bunch of different random beers, and we share the experience of those beers, just like how we do at mm-hmm. the beginning of every podcast. That'd be fun. Sorry to throw that out there online, but or on sounds air. like a podcast, but that's fine. Yep. Um, <laughs> all right. If you guys are good to go, you ready to wrap it up? Does Ragai, do you recall? Oh, I recall. I'm waiting to see. Okay. No, no, no. As we say at the end of every podcast. Changing 500. <laughs> <laughs> Changing 500. <laughs> Changing 500. But I would yeah. much rather say shooter coming out when they dim the lights. <laughs> You've been listening to the official podcast of the Brewmasters Club, Craft Brews and Geek News. Grab a beer with the guys and be sure to subscribe to catch additional content. Add this podcast to your favorite RSS feed or iTunes. Chat with the guys on Twitter at Brewmasters Club and Facebook and online at www.brewmasters.club. Cheers. This podcast is part of the Craftology Radio Network. Listen, we get the Craft Brews and Geek News show is way better than it ought to be. If you'd like to learn more about other shows that we have on our network, please subscribe to the Craft Brews and Geek News podcast. Visit craftologyradio.com to learn more.